Oh, fantastic. NPs are everywhere. If you go to if you go to a doctor's office at Penn, NPs, NPs, NPs. It's it's uh, wonderful. There's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Rosa Di Donato, and I'm Marion Leary, and you're listening to Amplify Nursing, a Penn Nursing podcast supported by the Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Amplify Nursing features nurses who are leading the way in science, policy, and innovation. Our guests defy stereotypes, define practice, and disrupt convention. We highlight the breadth and depth of nursing influence on society by amplifying nurses who are pushing boundaries and breaking down barriers to build a new paradigm. This week's episode of Amplify Nursing was recorded live at our alumni event. We were able to talk to many alumni who came back to connect with Penn Nursing about their journeys and their experiences of Penn Nursing and what makes Penn such a unique place to be. Welcome to Alumni Day at Penn Nursing. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience? When did you graduate? How was your time here at Penn? Uh, Well, I was a commuter back in the 60s during the days of the Vietnam War and the sit-ins. Graduated in a class of 70. I was two years in the college for women and then transferred to nursing. And um, I kind of never looked back. I detoured a little bit to try to do an MBA, but uh, kids sort of got in the way and I just went back into nursing and did a variety of things. I taught nursing Uh in two venues and um, I did, I was an infection preventionist. A huge challenge and a a great experience. Um, I was also, I, I got into occupational health and uh, I was the president of the Philadelphia Association of Occupational Health Nurses for four years. And I wound up at the end of my career doing occupational employee health for the whole Einstein network. I had about 9,000 employees to babysit through flu season, through Ebola. Uh Um, One of the more fun things I did, I developed a scanning for all of our pro bono people and vacationing people in Africa during the days of Ebola. So nobody was allowed to come back to work until they talked to me. <laughs> Such power. Uh, but that was, it was always a learning experience. And, I, I, and then I got out of the field two years before COVID. Who knew, right? Wow. Uh, and if I look back now, if I had been an infection preventionist during those days, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. But um, I, ha- I have a great respect for nurses. They've always been my buddies. Uh, I've done, as I said, in various fields, emergency room, the clinical bedside with, in, uh, with students. Uh, and then rounding and, and meeting a whole lot of people when I did infection control, which was really fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it was varied. And I think that's the beauty of nursing. You, you can kind of create yourself to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So uh, it's been exciting. And I thought I'd do it until retirement. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I still connect to Penn, the Penn Nursing Alumni Book Club. So Nice. <laughs> you, know, you never walk away. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Ivan, hi. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for coming to our alumni event. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience with Penn Nursing? Okay. Uh, I graduated in 1983 with a master's in psychiatric nursing. Uh-huh. Uh, I've done all kinds of nursing, starting with med surge, critical care, and into psych. Uh-huh. And uh, I really love psych nursing i really i'm retired now i've been retired since 73. oh wow yeah i ended up teaching uh, nursing students uh, uh-huh. in the clinical area and that was a lot of fun in the beginning and then later on well we won't get into that let's let's try and motivate our students to make them enthusiastic right yeah 
exactly. Yeah, that's definitely the 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 um, tough part is getting them really enthusiastic and, but also teaching students can help to motivate you to keep you enthusiastic in it. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. that's very true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Well, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming. My pleasure. Yeah. Take care. Take care, Audrey. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for coming to Alumni Day. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with Penn Nursing? Uh, thank you for having me. I started Penn Nursing um, in 2018. I graduated, what, 2022? Yeah, that's the math. Yeah, last year. I worked in the dean's office with Dean Villaruel for four years with my work study. It was a lot of fun. Um, i trying to think of what I did. But, yeah, I was a student, graduated with my BSN. It's really chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the world is your oyster right now. What are your future plans? Ideally, I want to finish my two years at Princeton Medical Center in the critical care. And I love their ICU, but I kind of want to be exposed to a more urban population with like a hospital that has a trauma center, Mm -hmm. grab uh, more experience, and then ideally do travel nursing because I've been in Philly my whole life and I just want to get out and see the rest of the country. And I think travel nursing is a great way to do that. It really is. It's a fabulous way to do that. You get to see and do a lot of different things. And it exposes you to so many different perspectives and how to treat patients. It's such a great thing to do when you're early on in your career. So, hi, Isabel. Thank you so much for coming to Alumni Day at Penn. So nice to meet you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with Penn Nursing? Sure. Um, I graduated in 2022 from the traditional BSN program. Um, I really... Some of my favorite things were getting to meet lots of peers, um, doing research in different areas with eating disorders and other like mental health stuff. Um, and I worked with Dr. Skanga and Dr. Quigley for two years as um, a workshop assistant for A&P, which was really, really special. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and it really helped to introduce me to psych mental health as a career that I can felt was feasible and something I could jump straight into instead of starting in medical. I felt like I was supported in my decision to go right into psychiatric nursing. Yeah, that's fantastic. Psychiatric nursing is so incredibly important. There's such a deficit in the country with people being unable to attain any kind of access to mental health care. And I also think it's really phenomenal that you are all new graduates and you're coming back to Penn for Alumni Day like so quickly. Why is it so important for you to still engage with the university? Um, well, I feel like Penn gave me a lot. Um, it gave me like my best friends, um, my partner, um, and feeling, getting to feel confident in my ability as a student. I came from a really small town in Washington. I didn't even think I'd get into Penn. Um, Marianne Smith was really instrumental in helping me feel like I could like belong here at Penn. And then with my peers, I felt like um, I was taught that nursing is a a profession that really gives back and um, now I kind of want to give back to Penn and continue to be involved. I'm some matriculated and hoping to come back next year. Um, so I just feel like I want to continue to be involved, um, like interviewing people as an alumni. I've been enjoying that. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I want to give back to Penn and stay involved. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. It was great to meet you. Hi, Joan. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for coming to Penn Alumni Day. Uh, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your experience with Penn Nursing? I graduated 47 years ago. This building that I'm in now did not exist back then. It didn't open for use until after graduation. Um, The program was challenging. 
Uh, I remember I needed to take roughly 35 or 36 courses to graduate, and of them, only three were free electives. Everything else was defined in what I had to take. Um, so I got creative. Mm -hmm. I took a music class because my homework was sitting in a enclosed soundproof room listening to classical music. It was one of the most relaxing things I'd done. I took a course in folklore and compared, they, they were comparing like old board games to modern board games and I, my paper that I wrote for the class was about um, superstitions in healthcare. So I read a whole series of books called North Carolina Folklore and traditions that people had related to childbirth. And this is while I was doing my clinicals in OB. And things like putting a knife under your bed to cut the pain. Or, you know, there were a whole lot of folklore things that people really believed in and it was important to them to have them as something uh, to rely on when they were going through difficult medical procedures or childbirth. Um, so that was a fun one. Uh, did some things on campus just to get some variety. I joined a bicycle club. We rode all over the place. During my time here, the art museum was free on Sundays as long as you got there by noon. So I rode my bicycle to Fairmont Park and over to the art museum. Um, didn't do a whole lot in athletics because the nursing program doesn't allow a whole lot of time for that. And I was working and going to school. Uh, but I did try crew my freshman year. They didn't get out on the water, but I rode in the tanks down it, down by Franklin Field. I can't remember the name of the building, but the one that sits out in front of the Franklin Field. Um, rem the most interesting thing I remember about a clinical was in OB, and I'm in the delivery room, and there's a dad in the room, and they had just started letting dads in. Okay. And the baby's born, baby's healthy, mom's good. He's so excited. And he looked at me and said, is it okay for me to leave? And my first question is, are you okay? And he says, I'm fine. He says, I'm just so excited. I want to go tell everybody. <laughs> and I thought he was worried about passing out in the room. But no, he just didn't know the etiquette of whether he could leave the room or not because he didn't know anybody that had ever been in the delivery room before, any dads. So that, that was rather interesting. Um, so that was, you know, we were breaking new ground back then with letting dads into the room. Um, encountered some interesting patients that had one young woman with sickle cell anemia and she was in the hospital with the sickle crisis mm -hmm. and her husband was in prison and she wanted another baby. These were all social issues I wasn't quite sure how to address at that point. It's like, okay, do you think your body could handle another pregnancy? Because with sickle cell it's extremely challenging. Um, are you waiting for your man to get out of prison? Because prison's a long time. It's yeah. not like in jail for driving drunk. Yeah. So I, there were just, th that one kind of blew my mind on, yeah. on where do I begin. Yeah. Um, in my public health, I had a patient who, she had taken antibiotics, and they didn't know what doses exactly to give, and the doses they gave her, she lost her hearing. Oh, wow. Her husband couldn't read. They had children, and they communicated by, you know, mom could speak. She could, you know, and her husband would ask the kids to write things out for her. Like, what are they going to do when the kids grow up and leave home? 
How will they be able to communicate with each other? So finding some resources was a real challenge too. Yeah. I mean, those are th- a couple of the things that really stand out to me about uh, being a student. Yeah. They're really incredible experiences. You were, I feel like you were almost like the pioneer for mindfulness by locking yourself in the room and listening to classical music to kind of decompress. I never did get to take the second course in the program because it never fit in with my schedule from that point on. But the first semester I I learned all the composers and even now I I can identify by the style of music. So it's fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. And even too being able to weave the study of folklore into nursing and health superstition. That's such an incredibly creative way to look at nursing and look at health in general. Well, I think so. I mean, I I enjoyed my time here. Uh I did take a class from the business school as well. Uh, I eventually, after I left here, I did a master's in health administration. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm always looking at the, you know, nursing, you look at the patient and what the patient needs, and then a larger group of patients in whatever area you're working on. But that gave me an institutional view yeah. of what, what does it take to not only take care of all the patients, but hiring the right employees, finding the budget to run the place. Because I, we all need to know the money side. We don't need to be antagonistic. Um, because you know the people that maybe are causing you all the turmoil in your mind that are making weird policies and stupid choices are also the people that, that pay you. So you have to be very um, careful about how you discuss areas where you don't agree. Well, thank you so much for coming to talk to us today. Yeah, this is such a great interview. I really appreciate it. All right, Kendra, thanks so much for talking with us on the Amplify Nursing Podcast here at Penn Nursing's Alumni Weekend. So tell us a little bit about your history with Penn Nursing. Sure. I graduated from nursing school here at Penn in 2003. I have not been back since, gosh, 2004, so I'm really excited to see the nursing school and how much it has changed and hear about all the different programs that are going on. What made you come back this year? Um, it's my 20-year reunion from Penn. Um, I have, I'm still very close with a lot of my nursing school friends. I lived with three other students from Penn um, during the last three years of school here and um, two other non-nursing students. And we still get together every year or two. And so we all just wanted to come back for our 20-year reunion. For my 10-year reunion, I was um, quite pregnant with my daughter. And so I did not attend that reunion, but um, happy to finally make it back. So what have you been doing in the 20 years since you've graduated from Penn Nursing? Yeah, Um, I have been, my whole career, I've been working at the University of Wisconsin um, Health System in Madison, Wisconsin. I've been working in cancer care that entire time. My current role is I am the manager of the chemotherapy room and infusion services at the University of Wisconsin Carbone Cancer Center. Nice. And from what you learned at Penn Nursing, you know, how has that influenced the work that you've done over those years? Boy, um, I think just being able to look at like the whole picture of the patient and being able to work with an interdisciplinary team that is you know, critical to the work that I do every day as a nurse and a nurse manager. I love um, my team of nurses and I feel like my role as a nurse manager, which is, you know, something that I didn't necessarily envision 
my where I would end up in my career. But I feel like my role is really being like an advocate for my staff and for my patients. I loved patient care when I was in it, but um, I also love being that voice for my staff. And I feel like that is kind of you know the the best place I can be right now. Um, but I also love what I do in that I can still, you know, put in an IV or I can hang chemotherapy if I need to help out my staff when it's really busy. Um, so I, I do love what I do. That's great. Well, enjoy Alumni Weekend. Thanks for talking with us. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for coming to our alumni event today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with Penn Nursing? I um Graduated from uh, my BSN program in 74. After being an RN, I went to the completion program. I had two, two kids, one kid at the time. Um, I worked for a while as an RN, and then I came back in, and I graduated in 1989 in the geriatric nurse practitioner program. So, right, so uh, it, it, Penn has been a wonderful and open doors for me. The first thing I remember that really helped me was when I had to fill out the application for um, my BSN. No, no, it was for the NP. It was for the NP. It said, what do you see yourself doing in five years? And that was really, really helpful that it made me put things together mm -hmm. and of course the NP program was absolutely wonderful Neville Strumpf and Lois Evans were uh, our instructors and uh, it was really a wonderful experience and I now work in the life program um, which used to be uh, owned by University of Pennsylvania nursing school and uh, now we're Trinity Health and I uh, semi-retired I work two days a week from home so I do telehealth and things like that that's phenomenal. It's one of the great things that came out of COVID, I think, is the big push for telehealth. That's great. Um, it's so exciting to see the different generations of people that are here at the Alumni Day. And I think it's so incredible that you were on the vanguard of nurse practitioners. Like, you were the beginning of the whole thing. So how have you seen that change over the years? Oh, fantastic. Uh, NPs are everywhere. If you, go to, if you go to a doctor's office at Penn, NPs, NPs, NPs. It's, it's uh, wonderful. There's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's great. It's fantastic. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you. So hi, Caitlin. Um, welcome to our nursing alumni event. It's so nice to meet you. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with Penn? I understand you are a presidential award winner. Yes, I graduated from Wharton undergrad in 2015, and I received the inaugural Penn Presidents Engagement Prize to launch my company, Generation, which is a network where young women and companies connect through our digital platform and national events. And it was actually at the one of the luncheons for the President Engagement Prize that I met Dean Tony, dean of the nursing school, and she said, I would love for you to join our Center for Global Women's Health Advisory Board and really bring an entrepreneurial perspective to our practice. So I've been on that board for about six years now, and it's been one of my favorite ways to stay engaged with Penn. And when the my uh, company generation, we focus, we work with more than 300 companies and 600,000 young women to advance women in the workplace and beyond. And I think women's health is not only, it is physical health, it is mental health, it is financial health, it is helping them think about their careers. So I love being a part of the center because it allows me to bring that energy disciplinary approach to Penn Nursing, which I think they do. They are the best in the world at it, and I'm so grateful to be a part of that experience. Yeah, we're incredibly grateful to have you. It's it's 
something that people are really just starting to see in the in in the whole that the social determinants of health all those things you talked about economics education you know institutional and career advancement that are so incredibly important for the health and well-being of people in general and focusing on those things can have such a profound effect on people's lives and I think you're doing an amazing job Crystal, it is so nice to see you again. It feels like it's been so long. It's really only been a week since our policy class. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience with pen nursing? It has simultaneously been the most challenging and rewarding experience of my life. Like, it's a lot of long nights studying, but I feel like it all really came together and it really felt worth it, especially when I was going in clinical, getting to work with those patients and getting to really apply all my knowledge. It's been great. That's awesome. When are you graduating? 25. Nice. So what are what were your first impressions of the clinical arena? I was really nervous because I feel like before I went in, no one really exactly told me what to expect. And, uh, and I was on labor and delivery on my first day. So it was, it was a lot, like seeing all the, like just seeing what the nursing station is because I feel like it's very hectic with all the monitors there. So it was, it was really daunting at first, but like as the weeks got on, I got more and more used to it, took more and more agency and being more independent and completing tasks. So it was a really good first rotation for me. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are your plans post-graduation? First, make it to graduation and pass NCLEX. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure entirely what I want to do yet. Uh -huh. The plan is to hopefully some matriculate and do um, a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. I'm still not sure what specialty yet, but just kind of a vague idea of what I want to do later. Good. Anesthesia is a really good specialty. So I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Thanks so much for coming to talk to us. Of course. I had fun. Amplify Nursing is hosted by Dr. Angela Rosa DiDonato and Marion Leary and produced by the University of Pennsylvania School of Nursing. With special thanks to Jonathan Zhu for his assistance. Music for the podcast was created by Harper Leary. The podcast is made possible by the Krista and Rich Panola Fund for Innovation in Nursing. Follow us on Twitter at Penn Nursing. Until next time, keep pushing over, under, around, and through. We want to thank you for listening to the Amplify Nursing podcast and remind you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. And... If you can do us a solid, please rate and review us as well. It will go a long way in amplifying our episodes.